Let's get to it, man. Let's oh, Stacy. Let's start playing around, man. Let's go. No, but you know what? I did it. I did it again, bro. The what? In the last episode. I keep trying to catch myself, but at the end of the episode. The laugh. No, oh. what I'm saying, stay you, stay real, stay humble. And I'm like, I'll catch see y'all next, next week. week. Yeah, no, I peeped that. I peeped that. Yeah, I need to. I keep saying that. I'll see you Friday. I think it's the laugh is throwing you off. Like, they go hand in hand. You keep, you keep bringing up this laugh. I, I think they to do go with hand it. in hand. No, it's, I just got to. You gotta remind me But I guess I can say it today But this is the first time We haven't had like a guest Or collaboration So that's why I wanted to make sure Wednesday I said see you Friday Cause it was definitely Just gonna right, be us Right Right But no you have to say See you next week on this one That's what I'm saying Yeah this okay, week Yeah okay, this time okay. yeah, But right, on right. Wednesday yeah, Next see week you Friday. Yeah, yeah. See you Friday See you Friday I'm gonna get back to it But I'm actually I think I'm getting over My beef with Facebook That's something I have Discovered recently what made you get over this? Well, I mean, the episode today is, well, you know, it's inspired by something I saw on Facebook. And I've actually uh, gotten some fires. I, when I was really thinking about it and analyzing it, yeah. like, there's a lot of different fire quotes and posts I've seen on Facebook that have, like, been integrated into, like, some of the episodes. I so I'm like, at this point, it. yeah, I got to say I love it. That's a lifelong beef you've had. Like, it, No, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a long time to, like, break squat, down yeah. those walls. You squash like, a lot of trauma there. Yeah, you squashing yeah. this is very huge for it's the It's a big breakthrough for me. For sure. Yeah, I, I'm i really starting to enjoy it. I find myself, like, Enjoy? This, I find myself on it a lot more for no reason, like just actually like opening the app and scrolling, and like whenever I delete it from my phone, I feel a pull, like you know that that pull of like actually wanting to, to get tap back on, on Facebook. Yes, I'm at that point. I'm at that stage in life now. I don't Let know what's hate. happened. Let me not hate. You know what I mean? You saying there's level of maturity that comes with liking Facebook? I think so. I think there's levels. I think there's stages of life. I'm you not go there through. yet. I'm not there yet. Yeah, I never thought I'd be there, but I no. still have Snapchat installed, so. Snapchat's crazy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not at Facebook. You know I'm witty like GP. I told no, I'm my baby it, my yo. time is on Yo, catches the highways, red tips. Shout out red tips. Just the way we came across the song was crazy, but it was mid car ride. Mid car ride. Shout out to the, uh, Spotify suggested better than Amazon Music. Yo. Bro said ride with guy like it's Bonnie and Clyde. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna have to look up the lyrics. Don't listen to the road. I got souls on my mind. I just want you to die. I can't remember. He said something in the beginning that was a crazy bar. You ain't got time. We don't see like the top flow. We gon' let it go, bring them dogs like Rocco. Saying they made my family. That's a low blow, tryna take me out the hands of God. It's a no no. Talking to the Lord, he say go get him from the bando. Say they got that cancer. I'm walking with the spirit, I got answers. Designer got them blind so they could dance but this a different stanza. I keep it black and white like brand. They say uh. what's he wrong, I ain't got no hope, so I'm in love with the coco. Shawty want a thug and a plug on the low low. Hit no. <laughs> Oh my I can play that all the way out, but that's Hedges and Hallways by Red Tips. For this segment of putting you on, we was literally in the car. I'm like, yo, what are we about to play today? 
I'm like, what song we need to throw on? Then Jordan was, was just scavenging, shuffling. Like, it was it was that Spotify recommended. That's, recommended yeah, Spotify shuffle. Yeah. This came on. Then we started listening to Bro's whole discography. He's <sighs> one of. Them. I wonder what Red Tip stands for. Yeah, so different. But yeah, that's Hedges and Highways. That goes crazy. Shout out him. Got some more coming for you out the end. But nonetheless, let's get into it. It's let's your boy go. D Starks. Starks artist. You're now tuned in to the Just Different Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Session eighty two. 82 82 of them things We coming with y'all With a solo episode No guest or collaboration This week yeah. But There was something Like I said That I saw on Facebook When I was thinking About this episode I'm like We don't have a guest Or anything And I'm trying to figure out Okay what are we Going to talk about What like Can we kind of discuss Or go over Or go through That we haven't really Like you know Really hit yet And yeah. I was on Facebook Yes I was and it's okay, bro. It's yeah, no yeah, hate. Yeah, We're not yeah, hating yeah, you, bro. I just, I just want to make no sure hate. it's all love there. I For need sure. Grace. I need grace. For sure. But there was a post that I saw that was related to the Grammys and everything that has like been going on, the narrative around that, different commentary of just the agenda that was maybe being pushed uh, from a lot of different camps, not just from the Christian camp, but from just a lot of different groups of people you know, on social media, just throughout the whole culture. And so the post was essentially talking about Christians, right? And how they have had like a lot of rhetoric around the different things that had happened. And for those who don't know, there was like a big kind of chaos around different performances that took place. One of them was Sam Smith. I'm not exactly sure what took place or what happened specifically uh, i saw some videos and a few clips but yeah. i guess during this performance there was a lot of like satanic like imagery when it came to different things that were being worn and people in cages and things of that nature then there was also some fuss about this performance um of this song called god did by dj khaled jay-z rick ross and friday and during their performance or presentation they essentially had they were they the performance was what were they in they were like at a table it was uh yeah it was like a trying to i guess like a um, trying to mimic at the last supper yeah they were trying to mimic the last supper in this uh i guess portrayal in their uh set that they had and they had jay-z in the middle and you know every other like all the rest of the performance like on the side of them and then they had like candles and such and fruit and it, it was essentially Basically, a very parallel image, and then Jay-Z kind of, I guess, resembling or representing Jesus in this depiction, or at least, like, metaphor they were trying to, like, draw. And that got a lot of people upset. And then also, not necessarily related, but Maverick City then also did a tribute with Quavo that was just a tribute to people that had been, had lost their life in the past year or so. Um, especially Takeoff, which was Takeoff, which was Quavo's nephew. And so... A lot of people had a lot of things to say about it, and obviously one of the big things was like, oh, wow, like that's so demonic and was essentially like, oh, we need to boycott the Grammys or something that we shouldn't be pushing and things of that nature, which was definitely warranted and fair, but there was someone's comment commentary on this that I thought was super, super interesting and was a conversation I felt needed to be had. But in this post that I saw on Facebook, it says, The symbolisms of satanic references people are discussing about the Grammys have taken way too much of the church's time this week. Even Jesus didn't go around looking for devils. His presence caused them to expose themselves. And to me, his concern was more about healing the person than exposing a devil. Some of us are so infatuated with the demonic world. 
What's demonic are those sex trafficking rings happening in the parking lots of grocery stores and malls, but you can't see that. What's demonic are political agendas being pushed to perpetrate oppression. What's demonic is how the love of social media is creating lazy leaders because the time necessary for vision, casting, and development is going toward all-day real watching. I'm less concerned about people wearing horns, which, by the way, doesn't actually represent Satan, (laughs) and more concerned about how many people haven't been introduced to Christ through all these outragers. Hashtag just stop watching the Grammys. Easy fix. And so this was definitely like a good twist and spin on a lot of the things that I was seeing regarding the Grammys and really resonated with me and kind of the thoughts that I was having when I was seeing everyone's comments on what was going on. And so for me, I think when it comes to just like acknowledging or making known different things that are happening within the culture, especially when it comes to things that maybe are very much opposed to the principles of the Bible and things that are Christ-like, it's important to maybe shed light on that. But like they said, being infatuated to a degree that is like unhealthy and ultimately takes our attention away from what we need to be doing, I definitely think is very detrimental to Christians and ultimately walking out the Great Commission, what we need to be focused on. And so we want to have a conversation on about, about that when it comes to like, how should we be responding to different things like this when we see them in the world and the culture of people acting in different ways that of course are mocking Christ or maybe in the vein of being antichrist or anything of that nature along the lines. And so I felt that like was necessary to kind yeah. of like unpack and see, you know, what that looked like. Yeah. I feel good about this episode. I don't know what it is. We never done a solo on a Friday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's one of those. I feel feel unhinged. I feel (laughs) (laughs) feel real comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. And something I've noticed about the whole situation, and I guess more so the response, kind of piggybacking off of that tweet, I agree with everything that was said in that. I guess the Facebook post, let let me be specific. But but something I just realized I want to say is I feel like we shouldn't be treating people and their sin like it's bigger than God. Um, and I feel like even with the response, it's kind of been as if people are fearful or kind of, uh, at least that's that's the impression that I'm getting from the response that, that I'm seeing all over social media. And there's a verse in First John 4, 4. I'm sure like many of us have heard it before. Greater who is he, greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And I feel like this is something that we need to take hold of, even in situations like this, this is like, despite what I'm seeing, like greater is he who is in me. This isn't something I should fear. This isn't something I should shy away from. This isn't something I should, you know, be kind of like, you know, shaking about. Um, And on top of that, the way that I look at it is in our response as believers, I feel like you're either a laborer or you're a bystander watching the laborers gather the harvest. And this comes from when Jesus was talking to his disciples in Matthew 9, 35, he says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. As the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his field. So what I would suggest, I guess, is that our response should be, you know, like like a like a roll up my sleeves type of mentality. Like, oh, I shouldn't be shying away from this. But this is even more so like, yo, the harvest is out there. Right. And I'm not seeing a lot of laborers. So let me go. You know, let me go do that. Let me go do my job. You know what I mean? It's like we're we're the opposing force to what we're seeing. And I feel like if the opposing force is complaining instead of actually opposing, then they're just a part of the problem, in my opinion, right? And there's there's nothing wrong with posting, but I just feel like, what else are you doing outside of that, right? Because, you know, we're posting and that's fine, but it's like there, there's other things that need to be done besides just that. So that's just how I feel about it. And 
in terms of how we really should have respond compared to what I'm seeing. So I feel like we should, you know, be rolling up our sleeves and gathering the harvest. No, yeah. So I would say when it comes to all of that, really the same thing. I think when it comes to some of the responses that I have seen, they've definitely been warranted to some degree. I think that when it comes to exposing different things that may be happening, like I said, in the culture on a more general level, I think it's important to voice those things and make them known because younger believers and people who may not like have the spiritual insider eyes to see what may be really happening on these different platforms, it's important for them to be not necessarily exposed to it, just to be very knowledgeable of these different signs that are happening, right? Yeah. Because someone may have seen these different performances and not seen a problem with it, and it has nothing to necessarily do with their spiritual maturity, but something they may have not noticed that someone else did. Right. And so when it comes to that, I don't necessarily think it's like the worst thing mm. in the world. But like I said, I think it becomes comes to a point to where it's just like, oh, okay, we're just pointing fingers at what is the issue without actually taking time to see, okay, how can we be like the solution? Right. So when it comes to these things, I think that there's definitely an adversary in the world, as we know, being like the enemy who does have influence, but he doesn't have ultimate power. And so with that understanding of that fact, of that fact, even when we see his hand being influenced in different performances or platform or stages, still understanding even through that, like what Jordan said in first John four, four, like the ultimate power always belongs to God. And there's no force that's going to be stronger than his name and the power that he's given us to impact these different like spaces. Yeah. And also the fact that whenever we think about even the signs that we're seeing in these different events, um, Time and time again, because this isn't the first time, of course, we saw the Little Nas X debacle and we can like go down the list of different events and situations that be very similar to this. Like Jordan said, it's not anything new. It's not something that we weren't necessarily warned about, even in Jesus's ministry and what he talked to his disciples about, which was also a direct message to us in some sense. He even he talks about this in John sixteen thirty three which says, I have told you these things that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And when it comes to trials and tribulations, whether that be, you know, from our own actions or from forces outside ourselves, um, he's giving us a warning of, okay, these are the things that will happen and are to come, even when it comes to persecution of us because of our faith or judgment or mocking but nonetheless like take heart because he's going to be the peace we need to get through these things like he's not telling us these things to okay like put us in a state of um fear or anxiety or to keep us on our toes or alert in some sense but to just so we're acknowledge knowledge of it and we can find peace in him through these things and so that's another issue i feel like some of the news has been broken and how it's been uh, portrayed um, hasn't necessarily tried to push people toward urgency to making sure we're sharing the gospel and being on guard with our faith, mm-hmm. but to just put us in a state of like, oh my God, look at the world, like oh look <laughs> look at this, like oh yeah. stay 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 home, like you know like uh and not necessarily just what Jordan said, just put us in a place of like work and being more active, right? Or seeing these things, it should be like more of an activation to our faith of okay like making sure that i'm getting gospel out and my spirits of influence as much as i can because that's the ultimate mission and also not being in fear because in luke ten nineteen it says i have given you authority 
this is when Jesus is talking to disciples and sending them out to go um, minister. He says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all powers of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. However, do not rejoice that spirits listen to you, but rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And the biggest part of this verse, two things actually, says that all the powers of the enemy, nothing will harm you. Like he has given us all the authority over all the powers of the enemy and nothing will harm you. And then second, he says, do not rejoice that spirits listen spirits listen to you but rejoice that your names are written in the land's book and life and so when it comes to even understanding our authority and power as believers um that actually should be like secondary it should be second nature of something that we already know that we have and we possess and shouldn't be scared of at all he's telling them this because like they're coming back to him after they've gone out and they're like oh my goodness i was able to cast out demons and heal the sick and do all these amazing uh wonders in your name from the authority that you've given us and he's like oh yeah that's that. That should be a given. That should be a normal walk of your your faith and you walking out your life with me is knowing that you have that authority and casting demons out and not allowing that power to affect you. Um, but be in more joy or celebration because your names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life that you have been given eternal salvation. <clears throat> so I love that because it just puts an emphasis on the fact that that is something that should be like we should already know like we shouldn't be in fear when we're seeing these things because we know the power that we have um that's within us and that we can walk into and so that's kind of kind of the general part of the whole thing it's just like not negating like the number one mission which is to go out and reach souls and the lost and on our way there of course we're going to see oppression we're going to see these different attacks Mm -hmm. coming at us but as we're walking that out, we know the tools that we have, the authority that we have to combat those things and to continue the work that we have to do. And that's that's really that for real. Yeah, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought up the scripture in Luke 10 and really just reiterating like the power that people have. Because like you said, I feel like someone's response is like a direct reflection of like their understanding of their power. Because even when you look at Jesus, like he was commanding demons, right? There, there was no fear in him when he was doing that. Um and I think the reason why is because he understood his power, right? That was his response because he understood what his level of power was. So if we want to see a shift in that response and really like a boldness, it really starts with, like you said, that's the foundation of understanding, okay, I have power over these things. And these are things that Jesus has given me the strength to overcome. Um, even deeper than that, even when you look at his ministry and what he did, it was even deeper than how how he responded to them but like how they responded to him in his name you know what I mean like when he was out because I'm talking about earlier like being um, a laborer and going out into the field and gathering the harvest like that's what Jesus was doing in his ministry and as he was doing that um, the demons took note of that right and they were fearful of the work that he was doing and not vice versa you see what I mean like I feel like that's the position where it's like we're fearful of the work the enemy is doing and not the other way around the enemy should be fearful of the work that we're doing so even looking at the life of jesus in that sense like he was going out and he was gathering the harvest and he was gathering the souls like we should be doing and it was the enemy that was trembling and it was the enemy that was scared you know so kind of just flipping the script and understanding like that's really how the narrative should look and i feel like like i said it's not necessarily looking like that so no yeah and like you said like he because i was actually it was funny i was um I was on Instagram and I was looking at someone's story. It was Elijah Lamb's story actually. Yeah, yeah. And I guess he was going on some rant. He was he was hot. I don't know who he was mad at. 
But one thing he was talking about is the fact that there's a lot of, I can't remember how he put it. I think he said there's a lot of heresy chasers. Like people who are intentionally going out and looking for people who are presenting false gospel and maybe misrepresenting Christ. And of course, you know, we're supposed to hold our brothers responsible and give them grace in that and edify them to a point in which they're speaking biblical truth. But to the extent in which we're going out of our way and our own purpose and what we're called to do to then go and try to be the, the police, like, (laughs) and just like the microscope on every other person's life and what they're doing. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I just never think that's the way it's supposed to be. And I guess that's what he was referring to in that post with with the person he was talking about. Cause that's what they do for their entire, like their whole ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, and they maybe were doing that excluding actually preaching the gospel. So it was always about pointing the finger Mm -hmm. of like, look at this, look at them, look at that. They're doing this wrong, but never actually presenting who God is, his character, how to walk out a godly life. And that's never the way it should be. And so I think in the same vein, like you were saying, when Jesus was going out, he wasn't looking for demons. Now, of course, a part of his mission and assignment on earth was to destroy the work and the power of the enemy For sure but he did that on his way to his larger objective and his goal which yeah. was to save our life and save souls for the kingdom mm-hmm. and so in the same way kind of what i mentioned in my last point okay whenever i'm going out i'm at my school i'm in my workplace and i'm being a light for god through my own example through my life and through conversations that may come up sharing my faith um and whatever opportunity that i have of course you may come against uh that opposition and that oppression but it's not something that i'm necessarily looking for i'm not going into school searching for some sort of demonic activity or trying to see oh where where's the most attack happening now of course people are going to be led in different directions in different seasons things like that so i will never negate that right to just generalize that but for the most part knowing keeping that at the the forefront right so i may be looking to destroy the works of the enemy in a certain season or a certain point, but not at the expense of making sure God is glorified. And I remember Jackie Hill Perry said something once I saw on Instagram, or I was actually watching the video on, and she said, if like hell is more present in your gospel presentation than what Jesus is, you're not preaching the gospel. And that's something that actually really upsets me as well. Like whenever you're trying to fear monger people into getting their life getting them to God or at least getting people to get closer to him. It's like if your presentation is more about the devil and his work and what he's doing, then you've missed the entire point. Oh. The entire point of the gospel and who God is is his power, that he's yeah. the king of king, Lord of lords, Alpha and Omega, the king and the God of the the universe, right? And there is beside him there's no other point blank period. And so his name is enough to save people, to get them out of their sin, to bring them from where they're at to the kingdom you don't need to use hell or what the devil's doing that's the whole point of he who is greater wait what's the verse in first john four greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world right and that's the whole that's the entire point of that Mm -hmm. right it encompasses so much like greater is he than he is who that is in the world i don't need to use these tactics to try to fear monger people and or to push them to urgency his name is enough that actually should be the title. That's actually hard. His name is enough. I like that. 
his name is enough. And so I think that that's really what like this whole conversation is about. Real talk. It's like that like his his name is enough. And so again, like there's a balance to it all, like acknowledging it, making it known. Because I think there's a time for that, right? Yeah. Like I'll I'll never say that and be naive to it. Like there's definitely a time to be like, okay, like yo, letting people know this is happening, like, okay, in this area when it comes to different agendas being pushed, um, legislation, um, narratives like mm-hmm. on social media and different commercials through different products or services, like that's super important. Like yeah. definitely. But not at the expense of keeping the main thing the main thing, keeping God on the throne. I think it's really just the baseline of it all. His name is enough. That's tough. Honestly, on that note, I kind of let's get into this Maverick City situation, right? I feel like um, so. What was the main issue was? I believe that they did the you you mentioned it earlier in the episode how they did the it was the they did a tribute. The tribute. Now, we don't know the like exact specifics. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, but, but for the most part, generally they did a tribute with a rapper named Quavo, right? And they did, I believe. It was a song by Charlie. Charlie Puth. It was See You Again. See You Again. So yeah. they did a cover. They didn't do a worship song. And, and that's so it was Maverick City, a few of their members, and Quavo doing yeah. that song, and I guess maybe a little rendition of it. And in the background, they just had the pictures, videos, and kind of like yeah. tributes to people who had passed the, this like previous year. Yeah, yeah. So that was the situation. Yeah, and I had watched a couple of videos, a couple of like TikTok videos and one like YouTube video on it. And that seemed to be people's, you know, main problem with it, which I understand. Like it, it kind of seemed as if it's like, you know, conformity, you're going into the, on this big stage. Like, why aren't you, you know, singing a worship song, right? That's what you do, you know, preaching the name of Jesus. So like, I understand that, but my first impression of the whole situation was a video I saw of Brandon Lake. Right. And this was after they accepted their, um, their Grammy for the award that they won. And, he says something along the lines of, I don't remember, but it was like, you know, it's a crazy world we're living in. Um, if you're struggling, like Jesus is the only answer. Like I urge you to like seek after him. It was something like that. Right. That was the first I had been the first time I'd been introduced up to the whole situation. So the way I look at it is like that was the only time the name of Jesus was spoken that entire show. Like I, I put money on. I didn't watch the show, but like I would put money on the fact that that was the only time the name of Jesus was heard. Um, you know, people are accepting their speeches, accepting their awards, and they're going up for their speeches, and they're saying, you know, thank God for this, thank God for this. But the name of Jesus, I feel like that was probably the only time that people saw or heard that light in that entire audience, in this entire broadcast, people in their homes. So on that note of, like, his name is enough, I feel like, yeah, you can have a problem with what they did with the singing the See You Again, but I just feel like the weight of saying the name of Jesus on a stage like that, we can't overlook that that's kind of like my issue with that. I'm not I'm not defending the see you again thing. Like I don't necessarily, but I just feel like they're downplaying the fact that they went up there and said the name of Jesus. They spread his name. And I feel like that is something we we should take note of, right? And and so that's my whole take on that situation. I just want to bring that up on the like his name is enough conversation because that's honestly those those words summed up how I felt when I when I saw the video. I'm like, you know what? Like his name is enough. Like saying that name, you never know what seed that could have planted. So that's my whole um, perspective on it. That, like I said, that was. Yeah, there's a. I don't know. That's a, there's a lot there. I think there's a balance. Like I said, I keep saying that to everything. I think it kind of goes back to the conversation we had, maybe in Live in Love, when we talked about can you be in and not of. So I think it's always necessary for us to 
to be a light in dark places. And so, like, we can't completely just remove ourselves from the culture and these things. But it is super important that when we are in these cultural spaces that we aren't compromising ourselves, our message, what we believe for the comfortability of the people that may be there. So I think that was the issue with some people in Maverick City being at the Grammys is the fact that they felt like, okay, they were there, but they may have compromised themselves in some capacity. I don't necessarily think that's the case. I think that is super important that we have representation in every area, um, no matter what that looks like. And so kind of going back to the Brandon Lake point, um, I definitely, I saw that as well. And I think that that may have not gotten highlighted enough. And it goes into a whole nother conversation, kind of going back to the whole heresy chasers of like, mm, yeah. Um, oh yeah yeah <laughs> us always just trying to like micromanage and it's not to this at some point it's not even righteous judgment mm-hmm. it's not even it it matters where your judgment's coming from i don't know when we talked about that mm-hmm. or where we talked about that but if it doesn't come from if it doesn't come from a place of love it means nothing at all to do the right thing yep. without the right heart behind it 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 doesn't matter and so yeah. i think that a lot of criticism around that collective within itself and just people at large, which is a whole nother conversation kind of gets into that. Um, but yeah, I think it's important for people to be light in dark places because I mean, I mean just for us being in our own Christian camp, I remember, um, I think I saw one day make a video or I was going through Twitter and dang, I don't know what the situation was or why people were mad, but I can't remember, but it was like they were the rebuttal to that. I was like, oh, so like you only use Christian money or like you only use a Christian Uber <laughs> driver. It was hilarious. I can't remember like what happened. Do you yeah. remember seeing that? We had I that know what you're saying. Yes, I remember this tweet or whoever <laughs> said this. Like, I remember this. Yeah, funny. I think it was. Um, oh, no, it was when Caleb um, tweeted about blessings not being. <laughs> A Christian <laughs> song, and I got in the debate about Christian and secular music, oh, and people man. were like, "Oh well, like, do you only use Christian money, Christian banks, Christian grocery stores?" Which was interesting, but nonetheless, besides, <laughs> besides that, I think it's important for us to obviously like be in these, these spaces um, to whatever degree that looks like and however we can. And so, going back to the the bigger conversation though of his name being enough. I think that yeah, you can't diminish seeds that may have been planted. Yeah. Um while they were there. Oh, there? Specifically yeah. talking about Maverick. Mm. And yeah. Just being just keeping the main thing the main thing, honestly, for the most part. Real talk. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Any 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 other wisdom? Don't talk to me today. All right, there's no talk to me. No, nah, yeah. We just want to get to this for real. No, I had a brief. I had a brief comment I wanted to say because I had remembered in that uh, Facebook post, um, it was talking about how um, the devil doesn't show up as uh, in like you know as red with like horns and like mm. what's really demonic mm. is the sex trafficking rings in them parking lots. And I immediately thought of the word like misdirection, and I thought about um, oh my goodness, I thought about misdirection. Yo. You see now, you see me now, you see me too. Like the the wow. magician. So wow. if you've seen that movie or know anything about like magic tricks, like the biggest part is misdirection. Like that's how they fool you. Like I'm gonna put your attention over here, but over here I'm really like I'm really doing the around. work. I'm doing the work on the other side. So 
even looking at it like that like this can be like big misdirection like hey like i'm trying to get your attention over here meanwhile like i'm really working like the strongest over here mm. that's where i'm really at but you can look at this hand but like well i got all my cards in this one for real this is just this one i got the whole deck right here type stuff <laughs> that's so hard. so that's misdirection is the word that came to my wow. mind when i saw that and that's kind of something we got to look at i think that's really what this is to be honest mm. and i'm not saying he's the enemy is not working in this but i'm just saying like compared to where he's really at this is just like a he's trying to get your eyes over here like it's not even really yeah the, and that that goes back to the post like the church's time has been like too hell-bent and spent on this this week than actually doing the work mm-hmm. and it kind of that reminds me of like how dang i'm even thinking about like outrage marketing now and how there's maybe something deeper to that that's more spiritual than what we think now that you're talking about mm-hmm. misdirection because we've seen this time and time for again. Sure, for sure. So it's like, okay, which is like evil genius, right? Yeah. In the sense that, okay, like if I really, because, mm, and it's perfect because I put this in my notes, but I didn't know if it would tie in or how we would get to it. Mm. But I think one thing that I saw once from a quote in a video, it was someone that said the greatest lie the enemy like ever told or the best trick he ever played on people is tricking them to thinking or tricking them into believing that he wasn't real Mm, i saw that and so i think that the biggest he always wants to go undetected unnoticed unsupervised because again the name of jesus is enough and so he when he knows he comes in contact with light darkness cannot stand and so it would be genius to throw performances on the biggest platforms To have artists doing all of these things that may not necessarily amount to much. Now, of course, they may have influence and larger ramifications, of course. Yeah. But to keep your eyes focused on this, it's smoke and mirrors. Yep. That's what right? I was looking for, smoke and mirrors. That's what I, the phrase Smoke and mirrors, yeah. and on the back end, this is what I'm really doing. But pay attention to this. Keep your comments, keep your eyes on this thing that's, like, really much inconsequential yeah. when I'm really doing the work on this end. Yeah. Like, and your attention is to divide it from what the real issue is. That's even, fire. Because even I'm look, I'm thinking about it like if I'm a non-believer, right, and I'm seeing a bunch of Christians at this, looking at this performance and saying, this is the devil, this is the devil, this is demonic, and I'm seeing all of this. If Oh, okay, so if that's the devil, then there's no way he's working in my mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he looks like that, he can't look uh, he's like not, this. He's not working in my with my, like, emotional, like, baggage and, like, my past and, like, my family, my He's not working in that. Like, if that's what the devil is, oh, no. Like, I'm straight. Like, there's no way mm, he's wor- he's working. That's See what I'm saying? Fire. So even from a from someone who's, you know, not a believer, like, they're looking at it like that. Maybe more of a misconception that yeah. if it doesn't look like that, then I'm good. Yeah. But so we got to keep that in mind, too, for yeah. sure. So Misdirection. Misdirection. Jeez. Misdirection. Jeez. That's crazy. Is that sleight of hand, bro. We can't get finessed out here. Can't get finessed. <laughs> Bro's been getting finessed. That's crazy. We have been getting played. No, but yeah, just stay stay vigilant, stay on your toes, and always understand that his name is enough. Yeah. I think that's for sure. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. And no hate to y'all who made posts. This isn't a general statement for anyone who made posts. Like we said, making posts ain't yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's nothing, it's nothing making wrong with sure that. you're also rolling up your sleeves and like actually. Fact, there's always there's harsh. always a balance to the whole thing, like yeah. I said. So nonetheless, but yeah, is that, is that all you had? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, that's that's the end of this one, man. Actually, I I love this conversation. I hope it's good one. Y'all for His real. name is enough for real. His name is enough.
It's the first Friday. Like, yeah, this one felt good. First Friday solo. The first Friday of the oh no solo first okay, solo gotcha. Friday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, now yeah. what we got? Out. What we got in the earphones, man? Talk to us. We actually found this on the ride here too. These are all new ones. <laughs> Shout out uh, St. James. All I need, St. James. Yep. Looking for some Christian lo-fi R&B. Yeah, rocking with it. Samples crazy. He's him. Samples He's crazy. Him. He's him. Just like the season of depression and anxiety. Now I never doubt because my father proud of me. I pray my soul stay intact until I'm in the ground. Used to trip about my sins, but they don't hold me now. I tried to outrun shame and guilt for years. He said, meet me at the water. Now I'm feeling crystal clear with God on my side. Ain't nothing I could ever really fear, right? Yeah. But how you gonna change the boy like that? How you gonna remove my stains like that? No other gods can really love me like that. Send a prayer and get blessed right back. I forgot how hard it was. I've been sleeping on him for a minute, but he got yeah. it. That's my story. That's my testimony. Yeah. Take it to the farthest corners Yeah I had to get my life right I was losing my light And then I realized that you really are You are What? 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 You are Stay you. Stay real. Stay humble. We'll catch y'all next week. (laughs) Much love. Gotta make sure you got it right.